You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. So, uh, let's talk about some of these stories. I, I, just, I, I don't know where to begin because I love the idea. Uh, the team of biohackers, they figure out how to inject your eyeballs with night vision. Inject your eyeballs with night vision. I mean, amazingly. Uh, they found that uh, uh, they've been using it uh, based on uh, uh, could enhance healthy eyesight enough that would induce night vision. And they used the kind of chlorophyll uh, called uh, chlorine E6, which is found in some deep sea fish. And it's used already uh, to treat night blindness. Now, what they did is they went ahead and shot it directly <laughs> in uh, rats. And then, of course, one of the biotech members said, well, just shoot my eyeball with it. Let's go. And I will say, having not had anything injected into my eyeball directly in my life, it doesn't look like something I want to do. But it's really cool that you can do it. It's going to mean a lot. Uh, it will help uh, all kinds of things in searching for it's. It's all for your safety. Nothing bad can ever happen with injecting someone with chlorine E6 and letting them have night vision in their own eyes on their own. Nothing bad can happen. This is all for your safety. What if your child gets kidnapped and is out in the woods? You want to stop the search at night? Of course not. We've got a man here that's going to inject his eyes with night vision juice. Chlorine E6. We're going to go go through the woods at night and try to find your son or your daughter. All for your safety. All good. Nothing bad will happen. Okay? Remember that. So that's kind of cool. Right? Really cool. A lot of a lot of applications for that. Cells that make up your body filled with amazing molecular machinery. You know that. So these guys in Germany invented a new technique creating movable structures just a few millionths of a meter long out of DNA. Shape-shifting DNA nanostructures. Little machines. Now, they say, and it's working, the molecule that stores your genetic information consists of two strands that snap together. Pieces of the DNA also glom onto other ends. Okay? So these nanostructures then can glab onto the other ends. Now, according to these guys, they can control it, right? And I love the professor, uh, Heinrich Dietz, uh, lead author. The beauty about the system is that it's really simple. Uh Uh-huh. We're creating nanobots (laughs) to shift your DNA. The beauty of the system is it's really simple. You have blunt-ended DNA that serves as glue. You don't have design sequences anymore. You only have to design shape complementarity. Complementarity. Shape complementarity. 
Shape complementarity. Say it again with me. Everyone, shape complementarity. Using this molecular glue, they put bits of DNA together and built structures. Nanorobots, movable arms. Billions of a centimeter long. Unbelievable. They put the pieces together. And what they now what they figure that they can do is they can make it a drug carrier that would deliver specific compound to a certain location and only that location. If it's say a you know a tumor or whatever it is, and they could put certain whatever drug inside the nanobot or nanobots, and then when the doctor decides that it's right, uh, they can turn it on and it will shoot the drug out. And when they find that it's wrong, shut it off. Now, let me say again. Nothing bad can happen with this technology. It's all for good. Say you get sick. Say your little child gets sick. You're going to want nanobot technology. You're going to want the drug to go in and save your child. It's all for your safety. Nothing bad can happen. Boeing patents force field. That's a great headline because you start thinking, how cool is that? Okay. They've, they've been granted a patent for really it's a forerunner to the force fields that you and I think are an actual force field. Uh, way Way off from the actual force field that we think of however it is pretty cool you turn it on and it uh, senses a shock wave an explosion or whatever and it will send out an electromagnetic arc to a selected region and it will stop the force of whatever it picked up now it doesn't stop objects which is yet okay so uh, in the first medium, it probably would be like air would generate a second medium of density and make it hot and shoot off, and then it would stop that force, whatever the force of the explosion coming toward the, the vehicle or the building or whatever. However, close. And they're probably closer than what they have the patent for on this. They get the patent for this, and then they've all, they're already way beyond that. So we're almost there. We're almost there. It's not going to right now. They're saying, you know, it's going. It won't. It won't protect people, vehicles, or buildings from direct hits, but it's going to protect uh, from shockwaves of nearby impacts. So direct hits, you're still gone. But if you're not a direct hit, you're good. You make sure it's on, and it will deflect. And again, this is all for your safety. Nothing bad can happen. Nothing. Let's say your child was in school, learning, educating, growing, being the little Billy Bonnie that they are. And someone lights a bomb. The building next door at the 
the government building next door. And it explodes, and the school has the shockwave from Boeing, turns on, stops the school from shaking and exploding and crumbling down and saves the lives of all children inside. Only good can happen from this device. Nothing bad. All for your safety. Now, this is probably one of my favorite things because we are so close. If you take the injection of the chlorine E6 or whatever the heck it's called for uh, the night vision... It's chlorine E6. No, I can't remember what the heck it's called. It's going to drive me crazy unless I can think of it. So just bear with me, okay? Chlorophyll, chlorine E6. Yes. For night vision. Shoot it in your eyes. Night vision, okay? Now, Sony has developed these glasses. Glasses with a connection. And you have to have, you know, your app. You have your phone and app. You're carrying it with you. But it's glasses that you wear. And you have the app, and it creates on your phone or on your glasses, you see. Your glasses are your screen. So you see who's calling. You can talk. You can get GPS coordinates. You can get GPS to stores, uh, all of it. Um, Hologram optics, really cool. So how close are we to remember the show Continuum when she has the eye and really, it's she has uh, the uh, uh, eyepiece in her in her eye, so it's not glasses; it's inside that uh, has all this information and comes up as a screen, so she sees it. We're close to that, very close to that, with this. Very cool. Now, I will say that it's a little, you know, it's got the little wire hanging off to the side, the little control thing to carry, and it looks a little clunky. It doesn't look bad. It just looks like I don't know that I would want to carry it around, although it would be really cool to use. And you put the glasses on, and all the information is on the screen. Now, this, with the shooting up your eyes with the uh, chlorine E6, we're very close to being able to do things with our vision and our brain that we don't even we can't even consider right now. And it also bodes well with what I said, I don't know, quite a number of years ago about we're just going to wear helmets. Why do I want to wear these little glasses? And then have to worry about if I want to talk to someone, I need an earpiece, I need, the, I need an earpiece, which this phone I don't think has. I didn't see an earpiece on it, so you can't get audio. The audio is a separate thing. So why not just wear a helmet? And so I pull the I pull the face mask down and I've got it's my screen. I can see out of it. I've got my computer screen. I can talk. I can have headphones, earpieces. I can have a microphone in the helmet. I can talk. I can listen. I can I can guide the computer voice activated or I can use, you know, whatever control I need in my pocket with ever whatever app process. Um and we're all just wear helmets. I love it. And don't forget they're going to be charging for this. You're not going to get this for free. I mean, they make sure that uh, – please note that these are possible uh, use cases, the video that they show. Uh, they require dedicated applications and services. Of course they will. They'll require dedicated applications and services. Of course. We don't want you to think that we want to use your stuff for free. Well, we do, but we don't want you to think that. 
So you've got the helmet. And that's, I mean, that's the alien, right? Uh, you see the aliens with the, the one eye. The one eye isn't an eye. It's just a screen on the head. It was just developed over, you know, millions of years. Oh, wait, what? No, never mind. That can't happen. You're out of your mind, Jeff. I know. I know. I'm crazy. For right now, though, I'm happy with just wearing my helmet. Can I have that, please? Sony. Sony. The glasses, they're cool, but can I just have my Sony helmet that has everything available? You sure can, Jeff, but that's going to require dedicated applications and services. You know that, right? <laughs> 